What's going on, everybody? Nate here. We had another live podcast today done on Facebook, and we have a couple of announcements to get out of the way in the beginning, so let me get started. We have a new sponsor to the podcast, and it is Manscaped. Uh, They are going to be doing a two-week trial with us, trying to see if this is going to be a good uh, pairing. I should... So... If you would like to help support the podcast but haven't really had a reason to in the past, you might want to go check out manscaped.com and uh, use code QITUPPOD to get 20% off plus free shipping in the entire world. So no matter where you are, you can get free shipping plus 20% off. Just go to manscaped.com and enter in code QITUPPOD. That will also be in the description of this video to make it easy. And this really is going to be a huge, huge help to uh, the vitality and the sustainability of the podcast because they are actually going to be offering up actual real funding if we are able to show out enough support for them in the next week and a half. So please do not delay if you'd like to do this. You can get yourself... The Lawnmower 4.0, and uh, their little tagline is, your balls will thank you. It's pretty funny stuff. But seriously, in all in all seriousness, uh, this really would help. Uh, so if you are interested in any of the products, uh, please go over and check it out and support them so that they will support us and we can get some outside money in pool. Everybody's been wanting outside money in pool. So help us get to that point. Other than that, there's really nothing else I have to get taken care of in the beginning, so let's jump right into our live Facebook podcast. I'm a real deal. I'll shoot your liver out and hand it to you. Penozo, I'm, I'm confused. I said we we're going to go live, and you said I, and then you're like, <gasps> I didn't. Oh, I just went like this. <laughs> oh, so you, so instead of I, you you said Ite. It was you like I I. Oh, oh, you're a pirate now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> where's your puff, you where's your, your, puff, your parrot? puffy shirt? I got everything. Pirate on the shoulder. Well, good on you, pal. That that should be fun. We're going to get to hear you ranting and raving later on, huh? This is what I do. You're going to get angry and just start breaking things. I'm excited Ooh. for it. Hey, Molina, can we have one of your famous sides that we're, you're getting so uh, so much uh, appreciation for in our ad that we're going to be showing you guys later? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Man, I'm... Oh. Like you need to get into commentating. Cause I just want I want to hear you like in the Moscone Cup, just commentating, and somebody takes it like American takes a stupid shot, and you just go, ah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we can all dream, boys. <laughs> can't believe I can't no the context, things we just, do. Just just uh, the things we do. Just so as Nate gets some free crap. It's fucking it's stupid. <clears throat> and we've got we got to oh. take out half of the crap for it as well. Y'all don't even uh, know what uh, I just went through. Just you're lucky to have us, Nate. Most people wouldn't do this for free. Yeah, you got a manscape on it. You guys aren't getting. You guys aren't getting paid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not. We're on a bad game here. Well, no, I'm in a pretty good game. Apparently, (laughs) you're in a great game. (laughs) Oh, stop it, Jim. All right. 
let's let's get down to business. We got uh, we got some we got some fun stuff to talk about today. So uh, last week we did the podcast, and Mike, you were actually well, uh, Melina, Mike, you were actually in South Carolina for it, and uh, you looked a little distracted while you're down there, but you trooped on, crushed it. So uh, tell us how it wrapped up. How did how was it uh, being there? Well, I can't tell you how it wrapped up because I took off. Uh, I took off uh, Sunday, early Sunday. So um, I left. I left during all the mayhem, and that's putting it mildly because it was a lot of mayhem, and it was it was a lot, man. It was a lot for the players. It was a lot for the, the guys working it. It ended up being just a marathon. I know a lot of guys are burnt out, but we had some really great champions. Oliver uh, taking down uh, Filler in two sets. I think he also beat um, Shane, Shane, if I'm not mistaken, in the uh, the – Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I I brag for a second? Yeah. I joined the Sweat Podcast, uh, I want to say last Tuesday, way before the 10-ball even started. And uh, I was asked a question, basically, and – my, my answer to it was, it was kind of like along the lines of who's going to be the next greatest player in the world. And I, you can go back and check it. I said that in two years time, Oliver Solnaki is going to be a top three player in the world. Okay. Here's the start. He won a bar table tournament. Relax, buddy. <laughs> you heard it here too now. <laughs> even even no, you no, no, but table no, but he, but he played fantastic <laughs> and he's playing fantastic and I'm not taking anything away from him, but Nate's a little early to go and, I, yeah, he's he's already crowning them. <laughs> I'm telling no, I'm not crowning him. I'm saying in two years' time, he's going to be one of the three best. You heard it here first. Remember, he's it. Soft, I don't care. He's, a, he's, he's going to be a good there. kid. And I said the anyone, same. You can you can check it. I said the same speed. thing about Aloysius Yap a year ago on this podcast. Well, about a year and a half ago on this podcast too. I said the same thing about him. Anybody you that said, breaks through, you mentioned like forty players. Oh, we, uh, yeah, no. Anyone one of them is going to be right. You find there's a period. Listen, anyone who breaks to the top, you find that the period where they're being discussed more than just one, you know, and we've talked about all of our at the, at the World Championships, now we snapped off this tournament. Let's just relax a little bit and see how it gets on within the next year. Um, but, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of them around. But uh, he's obviously doing the right things. And, uh, yeah. Well, the reason I say that is because I've spent some time around him. We'll see how he develops. I've spent some time around him. I'm telling you what, like, even when he's messing around, just like banging balls around, like yeah. I've, I've, you see the focus that exists in him, even when he's messing around and it's, it, it's rare. Like he can have fun. He can mess around his, with his buddies and hit some balls. His but cues it's, like all the way over here too. It's the oddest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's just way, way over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but like, a, even, even when he's, yeah. yeah. Even well, when he's, he's a fantastic player, he's, I'm telling you what, like the the focus and the desire that I see in his game when he's messing around, it's it's like it's special. That, that kid's going to be we, an absolute terror. We saw that at the, the World w- Championships as well. I mean, he came up against some top players, and he came up against Shane in the later stages, and he wasn't phased by anybody he played against. He just played his own game. He played at his own pace. He wasn't rushed. He wasn't pushed into uh, uh, doing anything he didn't want to do. Really yeah, it was it was interesting at the World Championship because that's the first time any of us even mentioned his name. I never heard. Um, of him I mean, it was that. like you know, we were all trying to make excuses for Shane about it. While he he practiced with the guys beforehand, so the guy wasn't as afraid of him as he should have been. Mm-hmm. Things like that, but we didn't realize the guy's really a, a great upcoming young player. 
And one of the really? interesting things that we've seen so far this year in this barrage of tournaments in the last couple of months is all these different players that we haven't talked about in the last couple of years being right up at the top week after week. Um, mm-hmm. Yap and Oi and and Chua and and guys like well, that. Um, you know, it's it's really kind of fun to see. Well, but hold yeah. on, Mike. I, I mean, and Roberto. Let's been, not let's not pass on Roberto Gomez. Different players. There's been a lot of consistency. Oi had consistency. That's Yap what I meant. Had consistency. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Fedor. even though it's been Fedor, I mean, Chua went, Chua went in the semifinals of back to back major events and i think he went deep in the u.s open too if i'm not mistaken yep so e- even though there's been about like 10 guys or so who have been there omar followed up his world right. championship final with a uh final in the in the uh diamond event um so there's been a lot of consistency but a lot of different names that maybe we're not used to seeing or maybe aren't like yeah, as so it's, it's, ma- it's made it a lot of fun it's made it, and they have it's not like they're here one week and gone the next you know they're they're yeah they're holding that level which is really cool to see but he's solid, yeah. man. That kid and that kid's fearless. And you're right. Like the player doesn't get the better of him. Like no. Shane doesn't go and terrify him. Filler doesn't go and and, and terrify him. Like his I still think game the most is the real deal. I still think the most impressive part about his world uh, championship run was not beating Shane Van Boning. It was going out there and beating Francisco Sanchez Ruiz right at, right after. I mean, how easy would it be for him to just be, you know, oh my God, I just beat Shane Van Boning. This is great, and then go and roll over and die in the next match. He didn't do that. But he went out there. And, and won his next match too. That's that's impressive. He, but that's what I mean. He doesn't care. It's Shane Van Boning for him. It's, yeah. Now I've got to go into the next round. Yeah. It's just an, it was just another round. Well, that's the impression again. What he's feeling inside. Some players they hide it very well. What he's actually feeling inside. He's a, he's quite an introverted uh, kid by all accounts. So he doesn't show much emotion anyway. And some are very good at just hiding it. Maybe inside he was just bubbling and and wanting to go outside and scream. Well, I've beaten Shane. He's, you don't know. He's very like happy go lucky. He didn't show it. Like he didn't look like it. Yeah, he just looks like a happy kid that's just happy to play pool. Yeah, and that's the thing yeah. at these ages. You know, Phil was like that when he was that age as well. It just looked like all he wanted to do is play pool. Just and he's still. I think Oliver's just as old as. To a extent, does look like that. But these young kids, I think Oliver's like twenty more experience and it. But Phil is now yeah. expected to perform kind of thing, so that takes. That will always eat away at the fun side of it a little bit when there's expectations. But it's on different though because well, now know. you have expectations. Like when Filler was coming exactly. up, it, it was he, he was free rolling because there wasn't any expectations, you know. But once yeah. you go and you are the guy being hunted, like the Shanes of the world, then it it's puts a extra pressure on him. Yeah, absolutely. But I want yeah. a word about Filler. He he lost in the first round and went into the B side, and he played Terrorized sixteen it. hours straight. Sixteen hours straight. Yeah. to get to the final. And then he won the first set against Oliver as well. Oh, and I'm not sure if it's just fatigue or just a long day that's that's got the better of him, but the list of players he beat... That was after a long week, there. though, Jim. Like, there was yeah, a I lot know. going on that week. Every I mean, these guys have been day. playing consistently. But they must be destroyed. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can play. 16 hours in a row he played after winning his first, uh, losing his first match. And it was like, mm-hmm. it was like something like 14 matches or something. That's just insane to get to the to get to the final. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So I don't care if it's I guess to pull this uh, full circle, I don't care if it's a bar table. Oliver's going to be a beast and I'm predicting <laughs> it right now. <laughs> okay, flip so that's, listen. We'll we'll do a last that's all longer. I care about. We'll do a last longer during the international. And you can have your man Oliver, and then no, I'll no, pick no, no, no. I said, I said, in two years' time, he's going to be a top three player in the world. I didn't say next week. I didn't say next month. I said in two years' no, time. But listen, with his, I, with his I'm work, joking around, but he's he's yeah. 
he's really playing he's really playing consistent and and like jim said it's easy to go and get fatigued uh, i mean he wasn't playing in the one pocket and i don't know how he did in the banks but he was playing there you know he was there all week long so yeah and he's been traveling and doing the whole circuit like everybody else so uh um, yeah, what- that kid that kid's the real deal yeah, we're, we're going to be talking. I think they're doing an exhibition. It's going to be Mario He and Oliver Solnaki versus uh, Alex Kazakis and Dennis Grabo. So that'll be that'll be pretty cool. And we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later because I think that's being put on by your boy, right? Your well, you're sorry, mm-hmm. your ex boy, your ex lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys we were, are in a little we, bit of a lovers' quarrel right now, right? Yeah, because he messages me like he messaged me the like Sunday <laughs> night, and he's like, "Oh, we had a piece of Oliver in the Calcutta, right?" And I said, "No, we didn't. I did." I had a piece of Oliver <laughs> in the Calcutta. We did not, but I did. So he wants to mention it as Oliver's playing for like third place money, which is something like six grand. And I'm like, no, we didn't have we we didn't have a piece. I I did. So anyway, I'm still, I'm still a little bit. Listen, you know how you know how to make it up to him. You know how to make it up to him, and then Evans gonna be good again. Send him a manscape. Buy him oh. a manscape. There you go. <laughs> His the balls will thank you. He will thank you. He will thank. Buy him a manscape. <laughs> His balls will thank you, Mike. Ship it. Ship it. <laughs> Ship it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We're going to be talking about the Manscaped later on. You guys don't have to worry about it. You'll figure it out eventually. Uh, so really quickly, we'll say hi to everybody coming into the chat room. Uh, Scott, Linda, Kyle, Eves, Tom, Ronnie. Uh, thank you all. And if you guys are just tuning in, uh, please give the stream a share. We should be streaming to more than 27 people. So please give the stream a share. <laughs> Either that or people don't like Pinoza, one of the two. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll I get blamed for most everything anyway, so it's, it's good. And Tom, Tom, Tom Koshia wants to know when, when myself and Tom are playing against uh, Molina and Nate at virtual doubles. Well, I don't know how good Molina is, but you're gonna, he's going to have to be bloody good. We're going to we're gonna have to be we're, we're up against it. <laughs> we're up against it there. Yeah, you're you struggling. You virtually, a bad game. You virtually you played weight? yesterday and you lost. <laughs> you need weight. <clears throat> We're up against it there. All right, so let's actually talk about the events. There were a there were a ton of events. I mean, it's almost like a Derby City Classic doubled. There was a, a crazy I amount of events. I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, yeah we, we'll start with the, I guess the ten ball because we already we already talked about that one quite a bit. Uh, the ten ball uh, was won by, um, like we said, Oliver Solnaki. Uh, no nine sec- ball. Or the, the nine, nine ball, ball thing. Yeah. Oh ten yeah, 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 yeah. The, the nine ball. Yeah, sorry. The mm-hmm. nine ball. The nine ball was won by Oliver Solnaki. Uh, second place went to Joshua Filler. Um, third place had to have gone to Shane. Uh, from yeah. there, I don't have the bracket up in front of me. Does any Does anybody remember the? I'll see no. if I can't pull it up. Really no, quick. I only saw the list of the players that Filler beat yeah. going from the what losers round all the, the way nine through. Ball? I think it was yeah. Kazakis. I think I got fourth. If I'm not mistaken. Because okay. my buddy had a piece of him. Strong field. Very strong field. Did you have a piece with him? No, he didn't cut me in. We were bitten, and then he's there bidding me up. But I mean, the the European guys are hilarious, though. All all four of them were just fantastic the whole week, and they all played really consistent. And they were in. I think um, so. He uh, Oliver played Kazakis to go and get into the hot team match, which was funny because they're road partners, you know. But they're all solid guys. Yeah. 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 Aloysius Aloysius Yap got fourth. Uh, Alex Kazakis and Ayuki Yoy get fifth, sixth. Jeffrey DeLuna, Eklant Kachi get seventh, eighth. And ninth through twelfth goes to Roland Garcia, Fedor Gorsk, Miensko Fortunsky, and Dennis Arcoyo. And man, 13th through 16th, Roberto Gomez, John Morris, Sky Woodward, and Alex Calderon. I mean, what a monster field. Like, oh my God. Victor's, yeah. the, you know, the next one, you, the next, you have Warren Kiamko, Billy Thorpe, Scott Frost, Victor, uh, Victor Zielinski. 
I mean, there's there's just monsters all the way down this list. It's just absolutely incredible. Like Dennis Grabe gets 49th through 64th with Mickey Krause. <laughs> it's like, how tough was this tournament? It's in, it's just insane. Jason Shaw's down in 65th through 96th. This tournament's brutal. Bar and table. here's, yeah, yeah, bar table. Bar table, bar, yeah, bar table nine ball. Yeah. I mean, should, should, yeah, should it even be played? <laughs> yeah, here, here's Joshua Fillers. Here's Joshua Fillers lineup. Loss. Win, 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 loss. Literally. <laughs> That's Literally. a lot of wins. That's <laughs> not <laughs> 16 hours of continually playing. I saw a photograph I mean, of him on Facebook when he was done. He looked like in the uh, <laughs> in the, uh, the, the bowling match. He just slumped in his tail. <laughs> Quick, somebody get him an IV at head. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I know. Somebody get him a Big just, Mac. Just, just, just IV, just straight into the blood of <laughs> melted down Big Macs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, great field there. Uh, I guess let's move on to... Uh, we, we can walk, move on to whichever one I find next, which is going to be the ladies nine ball. So that's actually pretty perfect. Allison Fisher, two-time winner there. We're going to talk about that later on. Beats Christina to catch in the finals. Uh, Monica Webb gets third place. Mary Tom gets fourth place. Uh, Carolyn Powell and April Larson get fifth, sixth place. And seventh, eighth goes to Janet Atwell and Jeanette Lee. Got to make sure you mention Jeanette Lee because how awesome is it to see her playing? An entire weekend's worth of pool and holding up, and, yeah, and how cool is it to see to see her back? Players. Good for her. Yeah, it's a good result, and the, the we got the matchup that you kind of want to see as well with, with that. She got to play Allison uh, in the quarterfinals of the last eight, uh, which is quite cool. I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Pretty cool to see pretty them awesome. battling again. I'm pretty sure they enjoyed get, it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to watch any of the matches. Is, did anybody here? Uh, I'm sure, Mike, you watched a couple of her matches, or did, did you leave by then? No, I was able to sweat some of them on How Saturday. I think. Well, I mean, listen, after the years she's been through, she looked about as good as you can. You know, yeah. she she still has the fire in her, and you can see it. And she still has expectations because. She still can get frustrated when she's not getting where she wants to be at. But um, just from a fan's perspective, I mean, it was just – it was amazing. And I don't know yeah, how else was, to go and put it. She was moving a little bit slow around the table, uh, which is totally yeah. understandable. But but the desire and the focus was definitely there. And, you know, she still knows how to hit a ball straight. So good for her. Yeah, she yeah. still she still she had a couple of highlights too. She did. Yeah. <clears throat> She still looked good over the queue. It's not like it, it didn't look like she was she was out of line. Like that, that her body was giving her any sort of difficulties as far as getting over the queue or playing. Uh, I watched one of her matches. I think it was one of the earlier matches. She played against a, a young girl who looked looked quite out of her depth, kind of thing. And it wasn't a great quality match, but uh, she had she 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 looked like she was hitting the ball pretty good, you know. And um, I mean, she wasn't running racks or anything like that, but but you know. This is going to be the thing. She has to, if she wants to, I mean, nobody knows other than her whether or not she wants to try and make some sort of real comeback. And then it's going to be a case of managing her expectations. Like Mike said, she's going to get frustrated about stuff. That's a competitor she is. Um, so I just, you know, she just needs to take it take it easy and, and just, you know, I'm, I think she's just out there enjoying it. I saw during that match, she was laughing with the crowd and stuff like that. And she was, she was obviously enjoying being out there, which I think is the most important thing. It's just great to see her back playing again. 
doesn't really matter how she plays as far as I'm concerned. Until she until she decides that she wants to really be competitive again, then it doesn't matter how she plays. Just yeah. want to see her playing. Simple as that. Yeah, I agree. So uh, let's move on to that was the women's nine ball. Let's move on to the one pocket. Dennis Arcoyo wins that over Sky Woodward. Evan Lunda gets third place. Alex Calderon gets fourth. And fifth, sixth goes to Shane Van Boning and Roberto Gomez. Seventh, eighth goes to, it only says one person, Fedor Gorst. Why does why is there no second, seventh, eighth? Who knows? But there's only one seventh, eighth placed. And I wanted to get down to Fedor because uh, I think he's a, a heck of a lot better one-pocket player than he gets credit for. And this is to go to what we were talking about last week. I still don't see why him and Devin Petit are playing. Or I should say, even up. Well, we'll so see. I, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> we'll see. But I mean, this is it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not a one pocket expert, but one thing I notice is when, when you know when there's been a one pocket tournament and you read out the role of honor, honor. There's always players on there that are, are for me, surprises to hear in a top eight of any tournament kind of thing. But that just shows you that one pocket is a bit of a specialty thing. Devin Petit, yep. I don't know him. Maybe he's a one pocket specialist and he can give Federer a real proper game. Maybe Federer is the underdog. You don't know. It's such a specialist game that I, I, I can't call this game, but yeah. Yeah. So the other events that happened there, uh, there was the uh, the Banks. I would never uh, call for winning that one. Yeah. The, uh, the Banks pool game. Um, Mike Molina, you want to take that one on? Yeah, I mean, Jay Hall played fantastic, but I mean, really the story for me was Fedor. I mean, you know, Congrats to Justin for winning, but he's got a lot more experience. And it's that by itself is like it kind of pisses me off because it's like, what if the guy actually had any kind of work ethic and dedication? Because he's really a phenomenal talent in yeah, just all. But um, I mean, Fedor is the complete opposite because they are literally on opposite ends of the, of the spectrum as far as how they go and approach the game. Um, Fedor might win all around if he ever makes it back to Derby. He's playing that good. Uh, he's playing all games good. It reminds me of the way that he was playing one pocket reminds me of how when Filler played Tony, like leading up to it um, a couple of years ago or a year ago, whatever it was, two years ago. Um, like you can't leave him a straight back and then he just runs eight and out from everywhere. I mean, it's wild. You know, uh, he's learning a little bit here and there as far as moves. Now, again, these are on four and a half inch pockets. So, I mean, just keep that in mind. But um, even still, Fedor gave Justin hell. Um, he, he's not going to go and hit like he wasn't as creative as Justin can be as far as banks. But I mean, he can hit a one railer, you know, consistently. <laughs> so um, it was it was a lot of fun to go and watch. But both of them and Fedor got second place. Like and I don't even know how many events. The doubles got second place in the 10 ball, second place in banks. He went deep in the one pocket like the kids just phenomenal. Just an all around talent on the pool table. It's incredible. I bet he could play some pretty, I bet, like he's one of the few players that I, I could look at and I bet I bet he would be an amazing snooker player too if he if he wanted to be. Like he's just that yeah. level of cuist that he could do whatever he wanted, seemingly. That and his work ethic. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So then uh the last event that we'll talk about, and I thought this one was probably the most interesting of all of them. I didn't buy this stream. I'm that's just pretty expensive for six days and I don't know. It's I'm sure it's a great stream, but that that's pretty steep what they charge for it and but if i would have bought it it would have been for this event which was the scotch doubles mixed doubles uh shane and allison 
beat uh, Fedor and Christina in the finals. The fillers get third, I believe. Is that right? No, no, Alex they and April. Yeah. Alex and April get third. Yeah. So then Joshua Filler and Pia Filler get fourth. And uh, I mean, that was, I mean, that looked really, it looked like a lot of fun. I mean, I think we should, I would love to see more events like that. And maybe, you know, maybe if Predator ever, you know, gets their tour really going well, uh, they can incorporate a ladies division into all these and they could do an actual. Jim uh, got frozen. So we'll get him out of here for now. We'll get him back in in a second. <clears throat> I I would love to see more events like this. I thought they were a lot of fun. Yeah, no, those are great. I mean, that's a great uh, that's a great format. Men and women doubles, scotch doubles, you know, trading shots. I mean, that's that's cool stuff. The interaction between them is great. Um, they have a little more fun with it because it's not, you know, Moscone Cup doubles type of thing. So it's there's not the pressure on it. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to see. You know, if they could get the men and women playing professional <clears throat> events together side by side, incorporate in that that into every event, I think that they would draw good crowds, and I think it would be a lot of fun to watch. This I don't is- know, man. I heard I heard Beretta got in Dennis's ass for uh, for not taking it so seriously. <laughs> well, maybe, be, well, you know, maybe being a little too lighthearted with it. I'm not Jennifer saying that they shouldn't take it. Seriously. They all want, yeah, they all want to win. They, they should take it seriously, but it's not, you know, it's not life and death. But yeah, if you're just you know, rolling your eyes and walking away and taking goofy shots, then yeah, you should get should get your ass handed Dennis, to you. Dennis doesn't always play so well with partners though, like historically. As great as he is. It's, it's won the World Cup of Pool. Well, yeah, but otherwise. <laughs> you know. if, you, if, you, yeah. if you ignore all the times that he won with a partner, he has oh, that was the only well. time I know of, so yeah, <laughs> same with same with Alvin. Him, him and Shane got robbed in the Philippines. They were they were playing a they were playing a Philippines tournament, and him and Shane got robbed by like a thirteen-year-old, like uh, <laughs> che- by a thirteen-year-old, like Cheska, and I forgot who the other kid was. He he ended up being a monster, but at the time he was only like twelve years old. Literally, Shane and Dennis in their prime got robbed in the Philippines playing du- a doubles event um, <laughs> by a twelve-year-old and thirteen-year-old. Can't make it up. No, that's good stuff. So tell me, as long as we're still on the, the Diamond Open. What was the mayhem you were referring to on the last day? Just just all these events finishing at one time or just Yeah. You had guys who were deep in both in multiple <laughs> events, so it ended yeah. up bottlenecking and pushing everything back. And then days when maybe you had a little bit more freedom and they thought, Oh, it'll be all right, we'll finish tomorrow, and then it didn't, and then you know, the shit hit the fan because everyone's playing at the end, the Dennis's was at the end. You know, it was late in the one pocket, but then he's also in the doubles, and then he's late in the nine ball too. Fedor the same way. Um, I know with some of them, they were pretty much telling them like you'd have to go and and pick one if your match got called at the same time. But it's hard to do that with like the top tier players, yeah, you know. And so what ended Organized up happening was it better. don't make people forfeit out. That's that's ridiculous. Well, did they did they set yeah. it up so that all these events finished on the same day? No, 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 no. So they had a schedule, and then it just. I mean, one pocket can go and, and take time, you know. Yeah. Uh, banks can go and, and take time. So it, it wasn't that easy. And then, of course, any men who was in, who was late in the event, like Fedor was second and everything. So then that held yeah. up him being able to play being able to play doubles. Shane was deep in everything. So that held up him being able to play mixed doubles. So it was a yeah. lot of things were just, like, affecting one another. Um, I know from what I've heard, there was issues with the stream. Um, but – I know that they're aware of it and they're 
they take it seriously and they don't like yeah. having a, a, a half-assed product being out there. Um, but there was a lot of really great moments in that event as well. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Jim. It sounds like it was the, uh, sounds like it was the Derby dance on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Melina just like, uh, zoned out for a second. <laughs> no, I was, just, I was reading a message, but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough, man. You know, you got so yeah. many things going at the same time. Got, and, and it wasn't just the players who were there from beginning to end. You had the people who were running the event right. there and it was a great, it was a great team of people who were running the event, but they were there from 9 a.m. until the last ball was dropped at, you know, sometimes at three 30 in the morning. Like that's tough to go and fade six days in a row. Oh yeah. You know, and then, and then um, tensions start rising. You start getting more annoyed because you're sleepy or, you know what I mean? Like it's, a lot of things can go and happen, and at the end of it, like it was great to see all around event. But I know that if it, if it's going to happen again, they're going to do a lot of things differently. So, but yeah. I think it's got a lot of potential. I mean, personally, for my money, as much as I love the room and the room was fantastic, like we're in the middle of nowhere, man. Like I can I couldn't even get a damn Uber to go to the airport. Like, it's like you're a predator. It was like you were in a predator event. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting. I'm not going there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan. I still don't know where it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know where the place the the event is in Ohio. I have no idea where that is. But so, uh, I guess the one thing that I wanted to talk about really quickly because I th- I thought it was a little bit interesting. Um, the nine ball event. Uh, Pia has to play Joshua Filler, or maybe it was a ten ball. Sorry, the ten ball event. I think. Uh, Joshua Filler has to play Pia Filler, and instead of playing, and it's like it's deep too. Like she ends up playing placing maybe ninth through twelfth or seventh eighth or something like that. Pia has like the tournament of her life, gets really deep in the tournament, has to play her husband, and instead of playing him, they just forfeit. So, I guess a discussion I want to have is like Pia Filler's literally on the tournament of her life. She's a great player. But like in a in a field like that, like she's she's overachieving like crazy, and now she just has to forfeit out of the tournament because if she does have the, uh, the you know the match of her life again, and knocks out her husband, you know Joshua Filler can snap off that tournament from there. She probably can't, but she's also not supposed to be that deep in the tournament. So what do you guys think about that? You know, it's it's happened before. I mean, that, that's it, it didn't happen too deep in major tournaments, but Oscar's thing with his dad was always. You know, if he draws his dad, his dad forfeits. They just, they've never played each other in a tournament. And, you know, especially on the West Coast, the Reno Open, places like that, they ran into each other a lot. And it's just one of those things. I mean, it just, that's, uh, as an organizer you, or a tournament director, you can say you, you can't forfeit. I don't know what you can do to stop it. But, you know, she just, she made a decision for them. I mean, she's the... She's the manager. She's the money manager. She was. She's looking at that as much as she is, you know. Oh yeah. Her trophy Absolutely. chances. So I don't think anybody's going to question it's the right yeah. decision, right? I mean, as yeah. far as making them the most amount of money, it's just a. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm looking at it from like her perspective, and I think it's just a bummer that she's having maybe the tournament of her life, um, at least in the at least in the states, and you know she's beating some amazing players, and now she just has to like just forfeit out of the tournament so that, you know. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if you've played pool long enough, you remember that one tournament where you just beat monster after monster that you're never supposed to beat, and you get deep into a tournament. And just imagine if you know you lose your first match, and then you have to forfeit your next match because. Well, she gets to say she had that kind of tournament and didn't lose. 
I guess (laughs) she forfeited out. I mean, you know, I'm sure that she was, you know, I'm sure she got over it as soon as Josh finished second. All I'm saying is I hope that if, you know, when they're arguing and they're fighting for whatever reason, that she just looks Josh dead in the eyes and said, you know, I would have tapped off that part if you didn't. So I don't want to hear it. Uh, Mike said it best. It's a thousand percent of business decision. I don't think that they, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that they take pride in, in trophies, but they're about the money. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they, they, they want to go and, and make money while they're here. It's a business a thousand percent. And, um, I don't, I, I wouldn't say she played over her head because she's a great player and it's a bar table and bar table is the great equalizer, you know, where anybody can go and have a decent run and snap off some champs, especially with the format nine on the spot with a template. And then you're playing a three point rule on a bar table. So, um, anything can go and happen and you're playing alternate break, but, I mean, the guy ended up going to the finals. I right. think it was a pretty sound. I think it was a pretty sound move. You know, at least he been, had a, a swing to. to it would have been worse had they played and half-assed it. You know, for sure. Uh, yeah. So, so they did. They did the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm looking at it now. I think. Uh, I think it must have been the nine ball that they played in, but I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why. Um, I got to figure out where this is at now that this actually happened. I thought it was the 10 ball, but I don't see her name in the 10 ball. So, no, no, I mean, they're, they're yeah. pretty okay, small. So like, you, I mean, she's yeah, been playing it, in bigger events. Like, she played in the U.S. Open, she played in, in, in other uh, decent events, you know, and, you know, she wants to go and you can chalk it up to getting seasoning or getting experience right. or whatever it is you want to go and do, you know. But um, at the end of it, like I said, Josh, if Josh is in the final and he's taking a swing at, Sixteen thousand dollar Calcutta money, like I mean, I'd want to have Josh in there instead yeah. of Pia, and it's not it's not yeah. a knock to her, but that's just that's the reality of it, right, Mike? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Get the, get the cheese, honey. Yeah, <laughs> get the yeah, cheese. for sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I just thought it was interesting. So yeah. okay, all right. Well, that uh, I guess is there anything else that we want to say about the South Carolina um, Omega? event before we move on i'm good all right well then let's move on melissa little this isn't i know when i have to play it mark in the tournament we have to play it out so she ain't get she ain't rolling over for anyone absolutely melissa's not giving up anything that's good for her but that's you know that's a couple that's a couple decisions yeah oh i'm like her man no no we're going we're going. My daughters ain't winning a game. My daughters ain't winning a game. They can win off, a game. You had, and that might, you, that might be the only. You know, they might be the only people match, I can go and beat in a pool table. So I, I, so I you're take taking those it whenever I can. It. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I'm sending. I'm sending messages, boys. You know, there ain't, there ain't know, nothing easy. You know, good and darn well that if you're playing against Tina, he's shocking them whenever he's shocking them whenever barking them out when they're making balls. I'm going. I'm going for the donut, man. I'm not. They ain't getting the game. I'm telling you, they're not getting one game around here. Right? And if they do, they're grounded. Oh, for sure. We're on. I mean, like, it's going to be an awkward dinner if they get a game. If they get a game, oh, it's going to be a tough dinner. Well, it's going to be a tough dinner for them if they're not getting any for a week, right? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, Jim's got the wine out. Now we're getting sprucey, Jim. Oh, boy. Don't make me break out my shaker. Wow. Ooh. Here we go. Wow. All right. You ready for this? Let's go. All right. So uh, before we move on, 
you guys are all in for a treat because we are now sponsored by manscaped.com. And guess what? You guys get to watch our amazing right here. advertising. Are you ready for this, everyone? Mm. Here mm. we go. Well, guys, guess what? We get to do an awesome Manscaped ad. I've been waiting for this. You are excited. I can, I, I'm telling you what, I, it's like, it's like a three-year-old on Christmas morning. Just wait, just waiting for Pinoza to be able to talk about the lawnmower 4.0 and Melina <laughs> hasn't even smiled since we, since he found out that we had to do this. So, uh, how are you feeling Melina? Hmm. Hmm. That's all I got. Mm. <laughs> Jim, how are you feeling? I even prepared some before and after pictures that I'll uh, post later on. Yeah, we'll we'll post those to the uh, we'll post those really? to the, the I just, up page. I just want to know what three year old on Christmas is using this. That's what I'm saying. What are you talking? about? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm just talking the level I'm of not, excitement. I'm not sure. I'm not no. sure the child reference is really appropriate. Wow. Yeah. Instantly kicked off. It's, yeah, exactly. That's, I think, like, you won't I have to I do just, this again, Nate, because you just lost yeah. your sponsorship. <laughs> Well, until we lose it, let's talk about it. Absolutely. <laughs> so you, as the viewer, can show your support for the Cue It Up podcast by going to manscaped.com, where you have the opportunity to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code QITUPPOD. You could get yourself an amazing lawnmower 4.0. And Jim says, your balls will thank you. So how do we do this? What is the Manscaped 4.0? The Manscaped 4.0 is the best men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. There it is, Jim. Show it off. Check that Damn. out. Melina's mm. like, it's sweet. Mm. I promise the you, you could shave the hair off a balloon with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. We, we tested it. We have, you we can't have the buy video. these kind of testimonials. Let me tell you. No. Yeah. <clears throat> the the lawnmower awesome. 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code QITUPPOD at manscaped.com. And that is going to be right in the chat. So check it out there. And if we get a bunch of these, you are going to be able to support us with actual funding for the podcast from Manscaped. So please take the opportunity. Awesome. Turn it on, Jim. Fly it across the screen, loud and proud. You didn't turn it on. <laughs> Oh, you did turn it on. There it goes. Look at that light. Look at that. It's even got a light. It's even so you got can a light do, for yeah. the dark. And, it's even got you. Can, wow. You can shave so you can reach in dark the dark. Only places. functional. Yeah. Fully you can get to those dark functional. and dirty places without light. It's very good. You can uh, you can get everywhere. You can get places you didn't even know you had with that flashlight. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. And there you go. There's our ad. Go to manscaped.com 
and enter in code QITUPPOD to get yourself 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Do it. Trim the hedges. You ladies Do it. Will thank you. I bet everybody enjoyed that. <laughs> Is this live now? Are we back? Yeah, that, oh, was, that was gold. Just, that was gold. That was gold. What the we, final, the final comment. Trim, trim the hedges. Your ladies will thank you. <laughs> that wins it for me, that. My phone's just blowing up with people wanting to go with sponsors now. I got to go, guys. You know, <laughs> the only thing that that commercial was lacking was the woman at the end, like in the old Irish Spring commercials, that says, made for a man, but I like it too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, so that's pretty good, hitting, huh? We're hitting some new. Some new tears on this show. We're going, yes. we're going up. Man, that that, we're, we're going that, that machine is going to be everywhere now. That machine is going to be everywhere. It's going to be talked about. It's going to be... Wish will even design their own Nate's, now. You'll be able to get a, a cheap version on yeah. Wish that just that just hash your nuts off, basically. Sponsorship, <laughs> deals are going to be, sponsorship deals are going to be flooding in. Nate's 4.0 on his 4.0. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I like Keith David's UVI, unwanted visual image. <laughs> That's awesome. But, but all joking aside, all joking aside, I actually do shave my face with it, in case you couldn't tell. So it's, you can use it for you know other things. The idea is actually it will help the podcast quite a bit. So if you're interested in it, check out the website, manscaped.com. Use code QITUPPOD, and uh, you can actually support the podcast with uh, your, I guess, purchase of Manscaped grooming tools. And with that, our ad is all done. So let's move on to uh, <clears throat> let's move on to the UK Open. And uh, we we touched on this a little bit last year. It's the new matchroom event. So they have gone. We have gone from having uh, six matchroom events to having seven this year and i am emily's might get mad at me for saying this i don't care i doubt it oh i do care sorry emily i do care don't don't kill me <laughs> they are adding another one next year i don't know if that's public knowledge but i i think it's interesting they're adding this they're adding an eighth event for next year so matchroom is doing things across the board that are just you know they're just blowing up they're they're trying to make these things you know, huge. I mean, they're doing their job to get a lot of big added money events and uh, real events around the world. So props to Matchroom. And uh, I guess, Pinoza, why don't you take it on first? Well, I was hoping that you were going to get yeah. Emily mad so that she like, you know, so that she got sure. mad at somebody else for a change. Um, but yeah, um, we actually, I mean, all joking aside, we haven't seen Demetrius since that happened. Are we sure he's okay? <laughs> cannot confirm nor deny it's right, <laughs> it's right. Um, no I, here's what I find interesting about the UK Open right? and I want your guys take on it especially Jim uh, being the UK so 256 player field now this is in the UK so you would think that for the 200 players who every couple of months go to a Euro tour event and kill each other for $5,000 are going to like jump at this. You would think that the English eight ball players are going to jump it. You would think that the GB nine players are going to jump at this. You would think that there's going to be some snooker players where, you know, the, the world championships will be behind them. They'll have some free time, maybe a couple snooker players and jump in on this. So I'm just curious as to, you know, whether you guys think Matron will do something to, um, 
kind of, you know, I always thought that the event like the U.S. Open and maybe this U.K. Open, that they would give like a 10-day window, seven-day window to a select group of players, 64 players, whatever it is, 96 players, and say, you know, you have to pay up in the next seven days because once we open it up, if you're not in, you're not in. Um, But this just seems like an event that's going to fill up so fast that if they don't have provisions in place, it's going to get messy in a hurry. What do you think? I think it's exactly what you say. I think that's exactly what happens, whether or not it's official or not. I think there's a set group of players that are contacted before everybody else, before it's open for everybody else, uh, to make sure that they they don't miss out. You know, you don't want just if you just say the first two hundred that, that that pay their money are in, you could end up losing a lot of big names. You know, so I think um, if you're saying it's a two hundred fifty six field, which I'm not sure if that's confirmed, was it? Two- that's what that they what listed they at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if they say a two fifty six, I would personally imagine. That they probably straight away 128 half the field uh, is already is already been uh, confirmed or has already been uh, sent out an email to say we need to know before this time whether or not you're uh, you're willing to play or not. And like you say, I think uh, all the the British players that all play on the GB9. They're all looking to get in as quickly as they can. <clears throat> I'm going to go if I if I get if I manage to get myself a spot. I'm going to go as well. Uh, the year tour guys, I mean, it's going to end up having ranking points, isn't it, for the for Moscone and all that and for the matchroom rankings. So, yeah, I think everybody's going to want to play in it. And like you say, some of the snooker players probably give it a go after seeing Judd Trump. There may well be snooker players that get or that are part of the 128 or whatever percentage it is that's invited initially in order to uh, promote it. You know, if there's more snooker players that can do what Judd Trump did to create the buzz for the US Open, then why not already invite them? Um, since it's on home soil anyway, and get an even bigger buzz going for the UK Open as well. It would just, it makes business sense, you know. Could you imagine yeah. if Ronnie O'Sullivan and Judd Trump played? I, I wouldn't. But, and they well, were both. I, 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 I'd, yeah. I'd say Ronnie O'Sullivan's probably already a lock to play in. But, it. but why wouldn't, saying, why if, wouldn't he? if they like kind of wiggled the schedule? I mean, or, yeah, I, I don't know. But could you imagine if that happened and they wiggled the schedule like they did in the in the US <laughs> Open to get let's say let's say they both get a little bit of a a fluffy draw and they play each other in like the, the final 64 or something like that on the winner side, or even the final 32 on the winner side. Could you imagine the ratings that, that that would get? But let's just, let, yeah, but let's just say that it happened. Could, one thing, the ratings one, one would thing, be higher than anything pool has ever one thing seen. I by, can, one, one, one thing I can promise you with the difference that will be between the UK open and the U S open, yeah. you will not have as many dead fluffs. Yeah, fluff players in it as you did in the you US Open. You certainly aren't going to be playing one third round on the winner side. No, so there's it's never it's not going to happen where a player like like Judd has those three or four matches in a row in the tournament because there will the, there won't be those players. Even the players in the UK, the GB nine players who will go and play in that, they're at a level above what we saw uh, for the for the for the lower players at the US Open. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, unless it's going to be in May, I don't know if it's going to be bookended by any other matchroom events. Uh, but if it's not, and it's just a standalone <laughs> event in the UK, how many US players go over? Well, how many US players go to the tournaments in, in their home go to, country? Go to the UK Open if there's not something else to play <laughs> on the front end or the back end of it. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Like you said, like said, yeah. If you're talking about if you're talking about the top top US players, I mean, 
there's only two of them to go to the, the to go, go to your own tournaments. I mean, uh, three. It's only, three it's only four. It's I would not, say four. Well, uh, yeah. But Tyler's at every about, single one of them, and Chris is at every uh, single okay, one of them too. Tyler goes, and so is know, Chris. Um, they might not, they may not, they might not run deep, but they they're there. I mean, Tyler well, and Chris what, what, are both in Austria right now. What what I will tell you is that I, it would not surprise me, and to be honest, it would make complete sense for the GB9 because their schedule's not out next year. For the GB9 to schedule their tournament uh, very close to it, you know, That'd be smart. Um, to, yeah, to maybe to to also attract bigger players who are coming from other countries to play to have a second tournament. So it wouldn't surprise me if GB9 tried to schedule theirs for the weekend before the start. How's their, give how's their prize a, money? I don't think it really matters so much about the prize money. It's more about, you know, you've got another tournament to play in. You know, you come over and you, you, you're you then playing two tournaments. And you've got a warm-up. You know, you're getting stroked. They've got a warm-up. The GB9 is a decent, uh, a, a decent standard. And uh, if you if you throw in like three or four, five, six, ten players that don't normally play it who are traveling, you end up with a real strong event. Uh, prize money-wise, it's not massively lucrative. Uh, it pays less than a Euro Tour. Um, but you know, at least it's something. There's something else there, you know. Yeah. Well, you got to be willing to spend more money than to get in stroke because it's going to cost you more than that to stay there for the extra five, six days. <laughs> London's not cheap. Uh, yeah, London. We don't. We don't know yet. We don't know yet where the UK Open will be played. Uh, to to I stay think it's in, in isn't it? Yeah, I would imagine it's going to be Coventry or Milton Keynes. Yeah, I don't. I haven't where where seen we stay for the GB nine, where we stay for the GB nine is not expensive. You share a room, and you, you, it really isn't expensive. So it's not it's not a massive uh, financial. Thing. They'll have a block though. They did it for the U.S. Open. They had a block set aside for potential yeah. players who were going to come over, and if they were going to be able to, I'd imagine that'll be exactly able, same. Yeah, because there was a lot of top players who weren't on there, like a, a couple months leading into it, um, that could have so. They should make them post the money up when they sign up, you know, instead of like waiting for spots to open up and holding them for them and then find out they're not going to play and things like that. Well, I don't um, think it was so much that it was like, because you had a lot of people with getting visa problems. Like I yeah, got sure. a message from, from like Anton Ragas people who wanted to try to get him over and he had every intention in coming, but then ran into visa problems like at the yeah. 11th hour, you know, yeah. but there was a, there was I mean, a spot open for Kachi's problems with it. Well, I mean, we can talk about Catchy's travel problems, but he creates them all himself. It always happens <laughs> to him. Everybody else manages to get to these events, but Catchy <laughs> always seems to get some sort of issue with a visa or a passport. Well, he's just not, mean, very, he's he not very good at it. He needs a uh, No, he wasn't. You can't blame him for the tournaments in the UK. They took his passport. He no, paid $1,000 okay, you know, extra for an expedited visa. And they had six weeks later, he Gibraltar. Yeah, but he had at Gibraltar, he had at World Championships, he said it at several different things. And uh, I mean, I think he needs a manager to do all that <laughs> stuff for him and just let him play pool because he's fantastic at pool, but he's terrible at organizing anything else. Apparently. <laughs> just let the kid play pool. <laughs> he needs to find himself his own PFLer. He does, yeah. But apparently, <laughs> Judd Trump's the same. He's terrible with it as well. His brother does it all. Well, he can't luckily organize, for Judd. He can't, he, luckily he can't for Judd Trump. He's having dinner. Luckily for Judd Trump, he's a multimillionaire, so he can he can probably afford you know somebody to do it for him. Bye, Jim. Oh, look at him! He's sprinting away. Oh my goodness! He must have ran out of wine. I've never seen him move that fast unless he needs more <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> so uh, I I guess uh, is there, is there anything else we want to discuss as far as the UK Open? 
No, they're doing great things, man. I mean, like people, you're always going to have people complaining for lack of a better word, as far as like what they're doing, but they're trying and they're pushing and they're adding more events. They want to create a tour, a regular tour for players. I mean, right now you got to go deep in order to go and make some money, but like they're trying to get something started. And uh, unfortunately, you know, guys are going to have to leave a lot of money on the table in a tough sport as it is in order to go and get in any traction. But listen, that's the only, that's the only way because they're going for the long game. It's not, it's not a, a, a short play by matchroom. So. Agreed. Yep. I, yeah, I mean, you basically, you said it perfectly. I think, uh, Great that it's happening. Give them a little yeah. bit more time. They'll be, uh, you know, they'll be uh, I think the only enough that I think it, it, the, the on the USA note, it'll be the players who are aspiring to go and get on the Moscone Cup. But if the ones who then are locks are pretty much are, yeah, the ones who are locks will be a little bit different. Yeah. So, all right, uh, let's move on from there then. And the last thing that we wanted to talk about is the Austria Open, which is uh, beginning today. And Mike wants to jump up on his soapbox and just start ripping <laughs> things apart. So no, no, I'm, not no, even no, gonna, I'm not, I'm not even going to give an introduction. I'm not, I, I'm just going to get out of your way and I'm going to let you just start ripping. Yeah, no, I'm, yours, I'm not going to rip things apart. I mean, you know, the, only thing, that, the only thing <laughs> that I was going to really complain about was we're even, we're even going to be, we're going to give you a bigger platform. Come on. There you go. Right. Yeah. Well, more, you know, the bigger, I, the better I look. Um, <laughs> no, the, um, have you shaved today? No, I have not. Not for the last couple of days, as a matter of fact. I'm very excited. First, I'm 63. Oh, Manscaped um, reference. <laughs> um, so the thing about the Austria Open, and I'm more cons- interested in hearing what you guys think about it, and that is, you know, the size of the field. Um, the women's event which I did have a bitch about, but I think the WPA kind of fixed things. The, the women's event was originally going to be the women's world nine ball championship. And then because of all the COVID, you know, all the protocols and places you could go and couldn't go, they eliminated that from it and just made it a, a women's Austrian open. And the WPA decided that the winner of that event was going yeah. to be an automatic bid in, is into the world games which is coming up this next July in Atlanta. Um, not Atlanta. Or it's in the U.S. Alabama. Alabama. Alabama, yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, you know, and, and I looked at the women's field, it's 20 players. And it's in Klagenfurt, Austria, and Jasmine Ocean isn't even playing. And Pia's not playing because she's still here. And – you know, you've got that, so so it makes no sense to have the winner of that get an automatic bid. With in. The stars, right? She may be doing that. That that might be it. And think, so, yeah, she's um, in a, like a the European Dancing with the Stars or something right, like that. Like she's right. in some TV show. So she's not playing, and Pia's not playing, and twenty players, and to have the winner get an automatic bid to the World Game just to me seems senseless. As soon as I was getting ready to make that bitch, I got an email from and Christina Scotch is still in the U.S. too, right? No, no, she's playing in it. She went she back. Didn't, okay, she, she went over. Uh, okay. But I did get an email from Ian Anderson, head of WPA today, who said that they decided that the Austrian Open winner was not going to get the automatic bid. They were giving it to Kelly Fisher as the reigning world champion, even though that was 2019. Smart move. Glad to see the WPA do that. But then you get to the men's field, uh, and it's only 59 or 60 players. Um, and half of the Euro Tour is still in the U.S. because there are all these multiple events for them to play with, 
and they're, they're which just, is good for American events because if not, is. we wouldn't have anybody show up to these things. They're they're on they're on vacation playing pool in the U.S., so none of the poles are there. Uh, Fetter's not there. Filler's not there. Um, you know, I so think the only well, I think the only Polish players that are still in the U.S. actually are Mieszko, Conrad, and uh, Victor. Right. I think all the, the rest right. of the poles are. Yeah. yeah, they're back, but these these I three didn't, Mika on didn't there. I'm sorry. But, Mika's but in Austria. Saw, no, 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 Babika. I saw Babika on oh, Babika. on there, but but I, he's not like the you know, you know one one of the regular guys you see over here. Right. Know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they've got, you know, so it's a lot of the European players, men players are here, the women's field. It, I just wonder what's going on with these events that they're not drawing more than they should. I mean, there's certainly been enough advance notice on it. Um, the travels eased up a little bit. Uh, so it's just a shame to see them go through these efforts. I mean, Europe is notorious for having the worst tournaments in the world, as far as prize money payout goes. And here they've got a, a good prize money event. And I can't even with the the players that are in the U.S. All those other Euro Tour players who show up 200 strong for every event, why aren't they there? They should be there, especially knowing that Filler's here and Gorst is here. And was it completely open though, Mike? Yeah, absolutely, it is guaranteed. So that 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 Austrian event was okay. Well, that yeah, I I understand what you're getting at. I mean, it's a different time though, and it's and not just in the sense of like uh, uh, a lot a lot of the players being over here as opposed to being in Europe, but just in general, like travel restrictions, maybe people aren't aren't vaccinated and can't go. You know, I hate to use that word, but I know there's a lot of countries that are going and, and like you have to you have to go and have it in order to get out. Um, so but I think in general, like in in an open, normal world, I think that it would be jam packed. But at the same time, promoters got to go and coordinate better with one another. Like it's a tough, it's a tough ass for guys who essentially is essentially planned out to be here in the States through the international to like, Oh, by the way, there's a big event right in the middle of it in Austria. You know, I think they probably would have been better served doing it in November. Um, but logistically, I don't know what the, what their options were. It's, it's poor, poor scheduling. All these, all these tournaments that, they need to get together and have a and, and and split your year up into continents of where your tournaments are going to be and do your scheduling that way. So the players, if they want to go, then you've got the you've got the, the you've got the US tour that's happening at a certain stage, and then you've got the European tour that's happening at a certain stage. You don't want to be asking players to go back and forth between the two. You know, so it makes no sense for them now to take a flight all the way back to play in one tournament to then come back for the International Open, you know, spend right. all that money doing it, have two sets of jet lag while they're doing it, you know, in order to play these tournaments. So the people that are scheduling them, they have to talk to each other. And you, what you really, really want is it's a little like, bit like the golf tour. When, they, when the golfers, even the snooker tour, when they go over to China, it's all the tournaments for the whole year are played in that one period when they're there and then they come back again. You know, it's not like they have to go back and forward. It's the same with the, with the golf, you know, when you have the, uh, the or the tennis. <clears throat> tennis, when they go to the U.S. Open, they get, they get, they get through the entire U.S. Uh, hardcore se- season in that period, just running up to the U.S. Open. And then that's the only time they have to go to the States, you know, and then... Uh, yeah, but we haven't had this kind of problem in pool, though. Like, it, we haven't had these tournament. kind of issues where... It, yeah, for sure, but it's not like it's one promoter that's going and scheduling things across the globe. You know, it's it's thirty different people 
trying yeah, to do decent events. And well, and so that, that makes it difficult. But it is a good thing in the sense that <clears throat> players have options, you know. But I would rather go and – I'm like, Mike, I would rather go and see like a super tough field and something like this. But logistically, Absolutely. you know, it has to go and make sense for them as well. Now, if they were getting paid better, you know, if if, if they – if they were doing all right, sure, flying across the country, no, no, I mean, across the world, no big deal. You know, they're yeah, athletes; the they'll go and adjust to, to jet league. Yeah, but I mean, like it's it's different though. Again, I, it, I, what I come back to this that's really confusing to me is uh, if you're a Euro Tour player, okay, and they like I said, they get two hundred for all the Euro Tour events. Okay, there's 10, 12 of them in the U.S. right now. And they're playing 10 to for twelve thousand dollars. Okay, and so that leaves about you know one hundred and eighty <laughs> still left in Europe. <laughs> Europe does not have the, the travel restrictions from country to country in Europe that they have coming over to the U.S. Why are there only fifty European players at this tournament? Can I tell you why there's two hundred? Yeah, people? please. I'll tell you why there's two hundred people at Euro Tour because there's Moscone points. Nobody plays a Euro Tour for financial reasons. It's all about getting the ranking. If the if the Moscone Cup ranking points were to be taken away from the Euro control uh, from the Euro Tour, it would die and at best become an amateur tournament. That's all I can tell you about Euro. Tour. In so you five think, minutes, you think what you're saying is players from 28 to 200 play for Moscone points? Yes. Well, they're not playing for the prize money. They're not exactly. They're play- you got to you got to you got to place from, from you got to place fifth, sixth to break even. From, to make a profit, you got to hit third. Let's say, let's say you have, let's say you have uh, the Italian Euro Tour, yeah, and you have two hundred entrants into it. Probably one hundred of them are Italians who just want to play in a Euro Tour. It's exactly the same as the U.S. Open. You have the group of players who just want to play because it's there. They they have no chance of winning anything. They're happy if they win a match. They just want to go along and play some pool and maybe get drawn against one of the big boys. So that's like that's like probably 40% of your field. And then, then you've got the other ones who are trying to break through, who are younger players who are trying to break through and make a name for themselves. Then you've got the guys that just, you know, they still hold maybe a little bit of hope of a Moscone Cup place. And then you've got the Moscone Cup guys who are fighting out. And that's who makes up your, your Euro Tour. Nobody's playing it for the money. No, just, obviously. <laughs> you, yeah, you need you need for, for if 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 you're not a local, if it's not one of your local Euro tours, then uh, I think you need quarterfinal to break even. So that but this event, this event in Austria is different. The prize money is decent in there, and all the yeah. big Aust- all the big but European yeah, players are scary. out of the country. I don't know. I just again, I just don't understand why a why a middle player wouldn't play. There, there's got to be some reasoning, Mike, because the Europeans usually show out in numbers, man. Yeah, like, that's why regular. that's what's so confusing yeah. to me about this. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, get a good prize money. Filler's not there. Uh, Gorst isn't Alex there. Kazakis, you know, all Gorst. those guys aren't there. Man, this is my time to take a swing. Mario, he who is a you know Europe. I mean, Mario, he has been the best Euro Tour player in the last five to seven years. But that's relax, it. relax. Oh, Dennis oh, Grave has. Okay. Relax. <laughs> Mario, he's won five. Mario, he's relax, won five buddy. Euro Tours in relax. the last five years. Find me a more consistent player than Dennis. Look at this. <clears throat> Mario, he's won five. Dennis Graves okay. or Dennis Graves won, uh, I think, two or three. What's, Jim, what's, what do you think? What, what's, first, <laughs> what's first prize? What's first prize for Oscar? I would uh, guess fifteen thousand is my guess. That's question. usually what the American ones are. Yeah. All right. So now you've got your, you've got all the players that are still over in the states at the moment. Yeah. 
Yep. And then add the players who are actually there at the Austria. Who's missing? Well, who was the what, 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 what was the event capped at? There was I don't think there is one. And, and what did you have to pay in order to play in it? 350 USD, so probably 300 euros. So 300 euros to play in it. A Euro Tour, if you if you register early, is 100 euros. People are willing to do that when they know they're not going to win. People are not prepared to pay 300 when they know they're not going to win. But they get, they, get 1200, they get 1,200 euros for finishing 9th to 16th. Yeah, but they're not going to. But that's the whole point. These guys these guys that go to the Euro Tour, the, the half the field that goes to the Euro Tour, they're not going to finish 9th till 16th. They're just not going to get there. So you could make it a 200 field, like a Euro Tour, but it's still only going to be these guys that have put the money in now that are playing, or the guys in the States who are going to win it. So there's no... It's not a. Uh, it's not a good bet. It's not. It, it, there's no value in it for the for the amateur players. You know, have that not, right before the Moscone Cup, and and that would have been fantastic. No, fantastic. No value, event. It's not. It's you not know, have big, it in November. It's not big enough like the US <clears throat> Open in order to maybe to, to, to play as an amateur, but it's also not small enough uh, uh, registration fee in order to to go and play it. You know, it's just yeah. not. There's no value for an amateur player to go and play in a tournament like that. You yeah. dogged it, Jim. Just put plain and simple. No, you should have been there. I should have no. been there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. How, how many, Nate, how many Nate would have sponsored you. Nate would have sponsored you with his Manscaped like, sponsor you. I, I might, well, I might have got 32 to 60. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah, I might have there. There's a prize money for that. I don't know. But I, that's that's my view on it, knowing the, knowing the way the Europeans are. I think maybe if it had been another country unlike Austria, Austria doesn't have like a massive um, base. There has to be something behind it, though, Mike, because Tyler's over there. You know, Tyler isn't. Yeah, yeah. I know why. Well, I know why Tyler's there. Stuff. Come on, Tyler's <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the worst <laughs> question you've asked Tyler's yet. Like becoming a man. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Yeah. If you want, <laughs> Maggie will thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think if it had been another country, you know, Austria doesn't have a huge amount of uh, amateur players, you know. In Italy, they fill up with a massive amount of uh, amateur players play uh, in Italy. Uh, if they go and they play in uh, in the UK, there'd be a massive amount of uh, UK players. Don't they usually have two or three events in Austria every year? Yeah, but, yeah, but you don't have that massive... You, you have the, the Austrian Euro Tour, but it doesn't really fill up with the with the amateur players the way that, the, the, like, the, yeah. like you say, the Italian one, the German one. If you did it in Germany, you'd have a huge amount of players that would just play in it. Because you've got a huge, a huge base of amateur players who are, are willing to pay the money and play. Um, they don't really have that in Austria, I don't think. Maybe that's a factor in it as well. Um, Something's got to be up. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to be on the job, Mike Bonoli. No <laughs> yeah, we got to get down to the bottom yeah. of this. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing, one, one, one thing I think we can agree is is scheduled at the at a wrong time. Really, it's a, it's yeah. a bad schedule. Sure. Yeah, if it's yeah, scheduled at a bad time and it's just floating in the middle of Europe. With nothing else around it, but I said, geographically yeah. or tournament wise, yeah. it, it was probably destined to not be a real big hit. Exactly, which so is a shame. To, as, as an organization, you have to be very, very careful. That, that's something you have. That's the first. That's your first priority, really, is to look around you and say, "Listen, am I going to get all? Am, am I giving the players the opportunity to, yeah. to easily come to my tournament? You know, and that, that's you've got to schedule it correctly in the first place before you do anything else. You know, and. Yeah, well, um, Look at the tournaments in the U.S. They've got these guys here for three months. Yeah, and they're playing every time they turn around. Non-stop. 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 Yeah, 
and they're loving it. And that's what I mean. That's that's what you want to do. You yeah. know, if you have these guys over there, then get a spot. Get a spot in that time period when they were there. If you can get yourself a spot, your tournament is in the schedule somewhere before or after the U.S. Open, you're going to fill. You're going to fill immediately. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Six weeks ago, they were loving it. Ask them how they feel today. Yeah, no, yeah they're, they're, <laughs> a couple of them are beat up, a little bit beat up. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say that all the time, and I've had this. I've had this uh, conversation with a couple of the the, the, the younger players, and uh, I know that this is something that Alex really much believe, believes in as well, and he, and he spoke to me about it as well. Doing that tour in America, you grow up very, very quickly yeah. as a pool player. If you're a young pool player and you can get yourself somebody alongside you who's done it before and takes you through that that three months or whatever, doing that tour in America and playing all the events and gambling and putting yourself well, out there, getting action, think, it fries you, but it, 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 it hardens you as well. It hardens you properly, you know, and that's something If you're that on the cusp of making that European team, your ass better be there in Austria because Lely is there. And he and he's yeah, involved in that. He's involved in that event. I don't think it's going to make. I don't think that he's really. Nah, nah. Team's already decided, pal. I, you know, I, but I, you know, and Nate, I, I'll oh, agree. Oh, I'll oh, agree oh, with. Oh, I'll oh, agree oh, with Jim it, this time. We can I'll talk actually, off air. Yeah, <laughs> I'll actually but agree. I think that, this that's time. one thing. That's the one thing that America offers that nowhere else in the world offers, except perhaps the Philippines. That three-month period where you can go there and and get yourself really hardened. As a, as a as a pool player and um you see Fedor's done it a couple of times now he really enjoys it filler's been done it a couple of times oh we're trying to get no, we're trying to get Fedor on team usa buddy trust me no 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 crap here. Fedor likes it every yeah. time he comes he, he Fedor, runs out of pockets to put all of his money in yeah that's Fedor on team usa that would be like rocky four that would be like 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 the the the, the russian guy turn around saying oh you know what rocky it's fine here you have this one no way the russians will never join america no chance. The, the funniest, the funniest part is, uh, I, you'll you'll see posts like I saw a post like uh, after the U.S. Open where someone's like, Jason Shaw lives in the U.S. Why can't he just be American? <laughs> in the Moscone Cup, could could you imagine Jason yeah. Shaw flipping flipping to play for Team USA? The world hey, listen, would something's got to go and give. Day. I'm telling you, something's got to go and give because the way it is now ain't gonna go and work. Like you, you, you see, you've seen it in basketball. They they go from they went from playing west versus east to going and doing draft style. Now, like something's got to go and change here. I'm telling you, you ain't gonna, no, you can't yeah. get smoked over and over again. You know, change. Change. you know what needs Not, to change? No, Mike. I'm telling you, you can't just get beat up for for five years. People aren't gonna. It's it's well, not gonna last Give they us a couple eat, more years, Mike. Eight years. They got to beat up for eight years before they won two in a row. Listen, the only thing the Stanley Cup is never going to change, so everybody should just stop talking about it. It's not going to change. They're not going to add Canada. They're not going to add Mexico. They're not going to make the West versus the East. They wouldn't change the Ryder Cup because Europe or or U.S. was getting killed 10 years in a row. They would never change it. It, That's what the event is. The event is the U.S. against Europe, period. And that's what it's always going to be. And the only thing well, that might be a new event, Mike. Sure, add as, many events, add as yeah. many events as you want, but the Moscone Cup's going to stay the Moscone Cup. No, and USA needs to step we'll up see. and start working properly. And Agree, professional, 100%. And that's 100%. all that needs to change. 100%. So you don't well, think they I think they need to start airing the uh, the pre-Moscone Cup queue-it-up cup between uh, Jim and Nate, where we just throw things at each other and try to run out while dodging stuff. That could be Sorry. fun. Dodgeball, yeah. nice. But listen, the Moscone Cup is the Moscone Cup. It'll always stay the same, and it's still, you know, it's still 
the some of the matches are still a coin flip. You know, you're only playing a race to five. Things can yeah, happen. Yeah, no, sure. they're all capable of beating each other. Yes, of course, it's an uphill battle for for, for for United States. A lot of things have to go right for them in order to, or order to win it, but it can happen. So, I mean, let's not let let's not sit here now two and, months and before the Moscone Cup the Mas- and say that it's a dead it's a dead race already. Or it's no, a dead, the the, the Moscone Cup is a happen, you know. We'll bet a good dinner, Mask- Mike. How about that? We'll let, no, I'm, we'll I'm let, not going to we'll, bet on you. You won't bet on your own team. Oh, Come on, Mike. Show Jesus. some heart. Show I'm, some a journalist. Heart. I'm a journalist. That is the most ironic thing be, coming from Molina, Mike. Show I, some heart. Wow. Show some heart. Um, <laughs> no, but, but here's the thing. I mean, the Moscone Cup is the best business property that Matchroom has. Agreed? Sure. Hands sure. down. Okay. Cool. Cool in general. While while the US was getting beat eight years in a row, the paid attendance at the Moscone Cup went from eight hundred to twelve hundred to fifteen hundred to two thousand to twenty five hundred. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the Moscone Cup. No, you don't mess with the formula. You just work to make the US team better. Period. They were worried they were worried a few years ago. They were at the beginning when the U.S. was winning every year, too. They went through the same thing then. And I I said it about three or four years ago. I said, listen, as long as as they're setting up an arena every year that's bigger than the year before, they don't give a crap what the result is. If that arena is bigger every single year, which is what it proved to be, it's a success. If if people stop coming, then you start worrying about it. Right, right. As long as the, the attendance keeps going up. And U.S. fans will always be, you know, like Cubs fans. You know, you just keep rooting no matter how many years you get your heads beat in. <laughs> so, you know, you just kind of keep it's moving. Year. It's <laughs> like it's no that I mean no Jim, that sounds like the 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 Cubs real the Cubs fans realize it's never gonna be their year, but they still root as if it, you know, the, the chances that they exactly. could be decent. And, it's and, the and cowboy. Look, look, You're describing Cowboys fans right there. This is our <laughs> year. Look, 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 they won three games this year. They're three and one, and everybody's already talking about the Cowboys. How how what size are they going to get the rings in, and what is it going to look like? That's right, cowboy fans right there. Listen, no, it's it's look how much fun it was when the U.S. What did are you win. in Wisconsin? Exactly. How many rings y'all got over there with with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers lately, buddy? All right, it's been a while. More than Dak Prescott it, has, I'll tell you that. Been, it's been a while. Yeah, like ten years ago. Well, yeah, the kids have only been there for like a few years. Anyway, I'm anyway. Gonna, <laughs> I, okay. In my defense, I've been a Chiefs fan since 2002. Oh my God! We're not talking Chiefs about fan. look at the football. ultimate bandwagoner. Two thousand and two, man. Priest Holmes was my favorite player growing up. I've been a Chiefs fan ever since. So, if you want to talk about rings, just let me know. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> go 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 USA, right? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> all the way with the USA. <laughs> all right. Well, they're coming to go on a rest gym for. Uh, uh, Drinking and talking? Yeah. Intoxication <laughs> <over there. laughs> and Nate's bailing out too. So it's yeah, just how, you, Mike. He looks here's like how old my hat is. This will tell you how old it is. That's that's how long so I've been a Chiefs fan. Len Dawson autographed or what? Close. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we could probably wrap it up. Jim already decided he's done for the day. <clears throat> Apparently, Jim thinks he's not done for the day. Well, I think that's a pretty good discussion, boys. What um, is there anything else that we wanted to discuss before uh, no, turning but out? It was, no, but it's a great lead into our next conversation, which hopefully will be about Moscone teams. They they hinted mm. some announcements this week. Well, the U.S. not going to do anything till after the international, correct? 
I don't know. See, not, not, I doubt it. No, they'll they'll have to they'll have to announce somebody. They'll have to. Yeah. You can't you can't wait till after the international open to announce three players. They've done it. They've done it every year. It's always yeah, been no. the, it's always been down to the international. How do you think? No. Yes. No. La- no. Last year was the last. No. Last year was uh, Jason. Two years ago. Go ahead, Jimbo. 1919. They'll have a couple, I think, between now and then. Matchroom would like to know before, a little bit earlier this year, in case there's any pullouts, in case there's any problems with COVID, there has to be stuff uh, organized. Or other things. Pictures coming over here. Everything is being planned a little bit further ahead. So it it would surprise me. Europe's easy. Europe's done. Well, even it's, and there's, it's done partially because there's no big European tournaments left. But for the U.S., I think that Jeremy Jones got some big decisions he's going to want to wait until after the international to make. Well, I'm I telling you what, if, if Jeremy but, Jones has to wait for three Americans throughout the international open to, to wow him, the U.S. is in more trouble than what we're even talking about. <laughs> you can no, get that dinner bet, though, Mike, anytime you want. <laughs> what bet is that? <laughs> No, no, no. Mike, I'm, I'm, don't get a dinner bet. Get uh, herbs and rye. Get an herbs and rye bet. You'll you'll thank me later. Okay. If, I'm, yeah. if, if I'm if I'm Jeremy Jones, I'm always think I'm always thinking. You know what? I'm just going to try something completely different, and I'm going to put somebody in there who has been playing a lot and has been winning. Maybe it's not nine ball, but is top of the world at something. And I'd be thinking, you know what? I might at just what? put Tony. Cho- I might I might just put Tony Cho in the team. He can get there. Hey, don't, my, don't my, my man Tony can get there. Trust me. He, he can, can get, get there in rotation. My question, my question with Tony is, is, uh, is, is he going to wear pants? He's going to have to wear pants and dress shoes. Is he going to no, do listen, that? listen, that's a whole other, you know, he may, yeah. That may that may be the reason why he doesn't go and play. Maybe a deal play nine ball pool. Justin Bergman Tony, refuses to jump gonna, on a plane and Tony Choner refuses He's going to jump pants. with the Southwest. <laughs> he's going to break with the Southwest. He's going to shoot with the Southwest. He's going to have a one-by-one. Walking in there, and he's still gonna go and kill him. Watch. Why him. not give him? Why Watch not give it. him a shot? The rest of them haven't been doing it. Why not give him a go? Justin Hall. Well, something got to give because you can't have the same thing. The same thing that happened last year. The same team. Same. Well, they type. gave they gave Justin the Hall a go. They gave it Justin Hall a go when they revamped everything with a bunch of new people back in the Mark Wilson days. And, and I Justin think he's Hall, still partying in London. Yeah, and Dustin, played Justin phenomenal. Hall. Played really he good. Played, he played really well there, but mm-hmm. then he went off. Yep. The, then he went off the rails. Yeah, yeah, he gets he or, gets done. On the rails, he, he gets ignored get. because of the attitude towards the game. But you want to win it, don't you? You want to win it. Sometimes you've got to have a renegade in your team and say, "Listen, I'm, I just want you in there for the talent you've got. I'm going to give you this one shot. You blow it, it's finished. You make the most of it. We can talk. But I'll give you this one shot. You, what else are you going to do? You're going to stick another seven forty Fargo in against these monsters. I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? You, you may see a lower than that Fargo going going be in there this year, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's at least, at least Tony Joe, at least you know Tony Joe is a master at something. He's fantastic, fantastic. Shane Wolford still... getting it, Devin Poteet. What? <laughs> but, well, why not? I mean, Evan I'm, London. I'm sitting there thinking, why am I, why am I going to give the same, why am I going to give the same guys the chance every year when they keep failing? Why should I keep giving the same guys the chance to fail again? Give Shane Wolford's a Q Tech guy. Maybe, uh, so maybe who, Jeremy Jones. Who in particular are you talking about who's failed every time? Sorry? Corey Who in particular you're talking about this failed every time? Corey Dole. Well, if, you, if, 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 I'm look, if I'm looking at the American team from the last 10 years, well, well actually, let's go the last five years. How many different players have played in it? Seven, eight? Yeah, probably. Oh, more than that. Yeah, so no, you no, see, no, a you little know, bit. I mean, you know, you got, you got Justin's oh, yeah. you know, uh, Justin played in a couple. 
Uh, Corey, Tyler's played in a couple. Tyler. Corey's played in a couple, and Chris is probably eight. One. Other than that, it's the core three. Yeah, but so, so you have um, eight players in total. Eight players in total have taken up forty spots, or or, or sorry, twenty-five spots over the last five years. Yeah, it's the same eight players, <clears throat> and it doesn't matter what mixture you do. Okay, two of them are there all the time. So you're talking about six players filling three spots, and it's just those six players getting shuffled every year and thrown in. And nobody else is getting a look in. Why yeah, not? Well, they won. They won two of those years. Yeah, yeah, but you can say and that. Then, but... And then took that player and kicked them out. So what, okay, so they so they won those two years. So so they won those two years. So let's say okay, so Tyler was in then because he was in the team for both those years. So Tyler, no, he was only in team for one. No, he was on both. He was in team no, for both Tyler was in both. Tyler was in uh, London uh, and in Vegas. Oh right, 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 right. Tyler's played two and he's won two. So Tyler's Tyler's the, the Tyler's the reason based, I went to both of those. Based on right. the two years you won, Tyler right. was in the team then. Right, right, right. Okay, so who's your other two? The other two who played in that year, which was uh, Corey, one year and Bergman in the other. Corey yeah. won it with the first year with it was Shane, Sky, Billy, Tyler, and Corey. the The first year that they won it, the second year was that same team minus Corey and plus Justin. Right, and then last okay, year so was Justin's Chris. not going to be so Justin's not going to be there. Corey Correct. was a mess last year. Do you bring him back? No, no, no. Corey's so, done. so again, you've got the same team again. You've got, I mean. Well, now we're going to get Devin Poteet. <laughs> hey, if he beats Fader, then yeah, he's in. Hey, it's an automatic. Better be, better be careful what you say, buddy. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Devin Poteet's a great a player, man. <laughs> I think he's a great player. I would. I don't think I he should be on the Moscone flyers, team. But but I, it would have to I like be Tony someone Joanne. who can take the hit. I love that Tony Joanne pick. I like that. I, th- I, I love. All that. I'm saying, something's got to be different. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Like, Oscar, it's, Listen, it's easy to go and I love and, Oscar's uh, track record's and, not good. And pick your feet up when He's when you got now, you know all these world champions on your team, but USA's got work to do. Yeah, yeah. Alex Lee's got the Alex has got the easiest job in the world. The two two of the guys the two guys that you can't pick wrong person, the two the two guys that he didn't get to pick, one of them was guaranteed and the other one has done it all before. Happy days for Alex Laley. Nothing to worry about there. And he gets to pick the other three players. Easiest job in the world. He could, that's, he could put, he could, what they he said could, when Marcus, what they said when Marcus was there, easiest yeah, job but, in the world. Marcus, Marcus wasn't a coach though. He was Marcus more of a mascot. Marcus, Marcus could not adapt to it not being easy. He couldn't yeah. pick his team up when they weren't playing good. Agree. You know, he was trying to be, was, he, was, he was in the corner trying to be funny the entire time. Yeah. And he was, but yeah. it's very easy. Know. I, I mean, during that time with Marcus, I said, you could make me team captain. I would just pick five players. I wouldn't have to do anything. They'd go out and win it. I mean, it was it was like that at that time. Until? Until it didn't happen. Until? Until? Until Until Tyler beat me. Until Johan. Yes, Johan outsmarted him. Until Johan. Johan outsmarted him, yeah. Uh, We got plenty of time to come back to this. Yeah, we got like, we got I, a lot I, of unknowns. Jeremy, if you're watching, you've got nothing to lose. You might as well go outside the box, pick a Chohan, pick a uh, God knows anybody. Just give them a give them no, a shot. He's... You know, well, bring back Oscar. I want Oscar. Is that Are you turning the color of the wine, Jim? I mean, you're looking more red than than uh, Tyler. Let me explain to you how good I am. When I poured this into the glass, it was water. <laughs> oh, Jesus. On that note, Nate, 
I got to run. All right, here. we're yeah, done yeah. now. Yeah, we're out of here. I think this has been a good discussion, guys. I'm canceling it right now. I'm I'm pulling exec card and I'm shutting Jim up. Remember, it is not too late. We have a uh, we have one week. Go over and get yourself one of these sweet Manscape 4.0s. Support the show uh, and get yourself some pretty awesome equipment. And your wife uh, will not be happy, but your girlfriend will thank you. <laughs> Oh, your boyfriend. That was a, that was a but, joke from Mike earlier. These are not yeah, gender Preach specific. It. Preach it. These are not gender specific. Ladies can use them as well. Yes, they can. Actually, ladies... it's probably safer for a lady to use them. All right. That actually might don't, be. Don't call me. I'll call you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Later, boys. Thanks for coming to my party. Now that we're all out to broke, it's time to go home. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to contribute to the future content that will be made, consider joining the podcast's Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash queue it up. Becoming a Patreon of the podcast will help to create all of the future content that the podcast will have. Special shout out to Dave Peters, Aaron Taylor, Pete Silsby, Morgan Lupton, Ben Young, Robert Miller, Andy Morse, and Bill Pelham for your generous contributions to the podcast's Patreon. If you ever need any more information on what the Patreon system is or how you can contribute outside of the Patreon, please reach out to the podcast or Nate himself. If you would like to contribute to the podcast for free, consider sharing any podcasts or the podcast page on Facebook itself. Also, leaving a review and a rating if you listen through iTunes. It helps others find the podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with another episode of the Cue It Up podcast.